and welcome to Ramble Radio. A fantastic episode is planned today. More Star Wars conversation. We're finally getting to the review of Book of Boba. A lovely seven-week journey has come to an end. And I know I have been talking to Austin Xavier and also one of our star guests, Skylar, about this show for the last couple of weeks. And we finally are getting together here to... Uh, give our thoughts on the show. You know, now that we've seen everything from start to finish, kind of sad it's over. Seven episodes, it, it flew by, but uh, really the first start of Star Wars content for 2022 was pretty entertaining. So again, I'm Will, joined with Xavier Austin and Skylar today. We're going to be talking all things Boba. So to just start it off, you know, we'll of course break down some of the big things, you know, throughout the seven episodes, but We'll go around real quick just to get everybody get a gauge of their feelings. Did they like the show? Mixed reviews, things like that. So why don't we start with that? And Xavier, how about you kick us off? Um, so I like the show overall. I thought I thought it was good. Um, I am not gonna lie, I went in with pretty high expectations, knowing Disney and Star Wars and all that. Um I, I, out of if I could give it a, a rating out of 10. I would give it like a six and a half ish. Like it was good. It's something to watch. Um, but there's some small improvements that uh, we could talk about a little bit. But uh, what about what about the rest of you guys? So I first off, let me say I wish for this podcast we can use that Boba Fett intro or the the song. Oh yeah. The, oh my <laughs> so god, good. that would be incredible. It's so good. Um, I enjoyed the show. It uh, it was it was actually very good. I mean, I'm going to be very picky this episode. I'm going to probably complain about, you know, a few minor things um, that I probably shouldn't even have to complain about. But um, yeah, and then also we'll still we'll do a, a count on how many times I say the word nostalgia today. Oh, <laughs> it's one of those episodes. <laughs> I'm counting on it. All right. Um, yeah, I, I, I loved it. Um, overall, I think I think they did a really good job with it. I love how different. Um, each episode was, which I know, I think for some people was probably a bit of a point of concern, but I, I really liked how each episode was really something different and it was telling a different story and it was just such a, such a different vibe, probably something to do with like the different people directing the episodes, but I thought it was great um, to go along with um, like an out of 10 rating. I'd probably give it, I'd say probably about eight, eight and a half. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it, too. I mean, at the end of the day, I thought it was entertaining. And that's what you want. You know, after you watch the show, you want to sit back and be like, wow, th this was fun. Um, I do have a few critiques I could get into as we go throughout uh, the episode. But for the most part, I would say it's a passing grade. I'd probably give it a seven out of ten. It does a lot of things that I don't think anybody expected. And that's not and that's not a bad thing because, you know, you don't want the, the trailers and the teasers to basically tell you of everything you're going to see within these episodes. Uh, there are some, you know, you know, eye popping, you know, shocking things that, you know, we didn't expect to see happen that happened. And I did appreciate it, even if I maybe have a few critiques about those things. But uh, just great to see Boba have his have his own show. Allegedly, but um, you know, Tamara Morrison <laughs> is just a, a great actor, a great human being, out, you know, off the camera. But also, he's done such a great role with, you know, the Fets and 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 all his contributions to Star Wars over the years. So it's kind of like a good time and a good way to pay homage to his work by giving him an opportunity to make more Star Wars content and to give his characters and his likeness uh, more, you know, more screen time and whatnot. So overall a good start to 2022 with star Wars. And uh, we'll, we'll kind of go, you know, we're not going to go, you know, scene by scene, but we'll go like kind of in chronological order. There's a couple of, I think, big chunks of how uh, we all want to kind of talk about this and, and break this down. And I guess really the start with, I think you have to, you got to start with the beginning and, and how uh, Boba was able to get out of the Sarlacc pit and, you know, how the Chawas stole his armor and the Tuscans, uh, you know, they captured him. He wasn't friends with them right away that he was kind of they were at odds for a while. So I guess just to start off, like, what did you guys think of the way they they told or they answered the greatest question about Boba? How did he get out of the Sarlacc pit? What happened? I mean, you had to answer that, right? You couldn't make the show without having any type of 
scene explaining. Could you imagine if they just glossed over that and was like, oh, here's Boba. Here, here he is. He has his own show now. Could you imagine what the fans would be like if it was just like, if they didn't go into detail on how exactly everything happened? Yeah, because you can't expect that. Because in, in Legends, um, Star Wars, like the you know expanded universe and stuff, um, Boba like does make it out of the Sarlacc pit, and that's you know that's like that whole story is told in Legends. But you can't expect every fan to right. come in knowing that. So yeah, you definitely have to. I, I saw a few people complain about all you know how much they showed of that. But I mean, yeah, you you're right. You you have to tell that story. I mean, it's pretty pretty imperative. I'll um. I'll, I'll start off by saying this too. When they showed the trailers for this, I thought I was getting a completely different show. And, yes. and, and that was a good thing and a bad thing at the same time, because, you know, you see the trailers, you see the scene of him sitting down with like the leaders and stuff like that. And you really think it's going to be him and him like establishing rule and like, working with these leaders i mean that obviously didn't happen but i think they went a great way with it now with the first couple episodes i again i'm going to be very um picky with how i judge these things like uh it seems like they dwelled on it a little bit too much um i was kind of hoping for new content right off the bat um I mean, of course, you have to explain what happened, but like get that and the whole, you know, being captured and stuff like that, that just, I know they wanted to form a relationship with them, but that to me, that took way too long as well. Yeah, that, that, uh, like you said with the trailers and everything, like from the vibe I got from those trailers and stuff, I kind of thought of Boba being like, the new mafia boss like the yes. new big baddie coming yes. in taking over like because of the name boba fett i feel like strikes fear in a lot of people's you know eyes uh or just hearts or whatever and in seeing him sit on the throne yes i was like wow this is a, the newest challenger the newest threat in the area yep. and the fact that they kind of twisted it into him being captured and being with the tuscans and all that i was like Okay, I want to see where this goes. The whole Tuscan part of this was an interesting little twist to it because I honestly didn't think that he would kind of sw- switch his role a bit, like from bounty hunter to family man. <laughs> uh, so right, quickly. yes. Uh, so I thought that was a little odd, but the one thing that I kind of wish the show did uh, tell me specifically, like I don't follow any of the side Star Wars stuff, um, like Legends or anything. But I don't know what the time frame is here. Like, he's been he's with the Tuscans, okay. And you know, we we all saw it. You know, these listeners probably saw it too. He, uh, you know, lives with them for X amount of months, maybe a year. Who who knows? I yeah. How long is that? I have no idea. I, I don't know, but he just like switched over so quickly. It seemed like let's say it's a year. I feel like that's. I, I feel like that's not Do enough time for know? someone to do. I don't, I don't know, know if believe, it's been confirmed, has it? I don't think so, but I, I, I do believe he was in the Sarlacc pit for at least like five years. He probably was in the pit longer than he was in with the, the Tuskins, I'm because assuming. Because the Mandalorian, I want to say, takes place like roughly like eight to ten years after the Battle of Endor, I think. Yeah, because when he gets out, you got to remember, they have that one scene of when he goes into town the first time to like um when he's you know he's still with the tuscans but he goes in the town the first time when they want to you know fight back against the the biker gang um it kind of has that same scene that we saw in the mandalorian where you have the stormtrooper helmets on you know on stakes so yeah, it's been um, a long time since yeah. like since the battle of endor and like the you know death star 2 blowing up so he was in there for quite a while i i, I would say i would venture to guess he was in the star like bit longer than he was with the tuscans i think no oh. way. Something okay, pretty, Star Wars sure. doesn't like to do, and I don't think it would be a bad thing to do, is like the tip, you know, the stereotypical, like, you know, the flash, you, you get like a little, like, it could be a black screen that has like, you know, the message come up five years later, or like yeah. you have a perfect scene oh, of the, tat, you know, the desert on Tatooine, and then just you see the text, you know, pop up and then fade away five years, a year later. 
that would be kind of cool because I'm with you guys. I understand like you'd like to know, like these are things you wonder, like, wow, how long was he with the Tuscans? How long was he in the Sarlacc pit? I don't think the I don't have a problem with that kind of pacing because that I mean, that's stuff that you'd like to know, but it's not the end of the world. I think what got me is I really like the Tuscan thing. It, it kind of it's like that typical thing, like just because you don't know foreign people or you don't know you know, tribal people, things like that. I mean, we have those kind of stereotypes in real life. So like we kind of saw that in Star Wars, finally, you know, these people, they may come off as violent or you don't understand their culture or whatever, but you know, this is their livelihood. This is what they do. And really, if you got to know them and you didn't steal from them or try to kill them, you could become friends with them. And I think the thing is, it's just, we had so many flashbacks and so many scenes with the Tuscans within those first couple of episodes where I was kind of confused that are we telling, are we in present day time telling the story of everything Boba did before he got to this point? Or are we like, you know, which what they ended up doing is kind of balancing both. They wanted those first couple episodes. This is him getting out of the pit. This is him uh, having issues with the Tuscans and becoming friends with the Tuscans, helping the Tuscans. And unfortunately, the demise of the Tuscan uh, group he was with. I think the pacing and it'll come to my overall. This is just part of my overall opinion I'll give at the end of the episode on all this. But for only seven episodes, we spent a lot of time on flashbacks, especially when he met Fennec and saved Fennec. And they went to the palace and got his ship which we didn't really see used after that one episode. Um, I don't come, it sounds like I'm coming off really negative here, but as much as I enjoyed those moments and those questions being answered, did it take away from other potential story building opportunities that got us to the seventh episode at that matchup? Finally, I do agree. I think there was maybe a little bit of very, a very good issue point. there. Mm-hmm. Very, very good point. Here's my solution to that. Just have eight episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know. I, I really, because, Will, uh, we, we kept talking about this, how we, we thought there were supposed to be eight episodes. And I'm like, hey, I heard that there's only supposed to be seven. And so we were kind of going back and forth on that. And then I finally looked and it confirmed it was seven. I'm like, man, I, why can't they just do eight? Like, I, Also, the, one of the episodes was 38 minutes long. Yeah. I was like, was that, yeah, in see, my opinion, it was, saying, it was, very it was one of the earliest episodes, yeah. I believe. I'm like, that, though, if, yeah. if you're a seven episode show or season, I, we don't even, I mean, it's not confirmed yet if there's a season two. I'd like to see a season two. I think there's more story to tell. But for seven episodes, I think these suckers had to be at least 45 minutes long. 45 to you know, 55 minutes. The finale was an hour, which was great. But yes, I don't understand the rush. You know, like I just I don't know if they just wanted this to be a, a small project. It's just a thing to, you know, be a filler until we get to May with Kenobi and you know, they just want to give us a taste of more Star Wars content and get us hyped up. You know, I know the pandemic shifted a lot of like production schedules and things like that. Yeah, I think, well, with the show and how they kind of uh, manipulated the story and added characters like the Mandalorian and Grogu and Luke and all the in uh, Ahsoka, I feel like this was kind of their gateway show. Like, I think this is their way trying to uh kind of make it more on the marvel side of things and how they have their shows kind of intertwine i think this is like the first step into having a lot of different shows pop up like the ahsoka show and kenobi potentially um and some of these other you know shows and crossovers um and with that in mind i don't know if they had a strong enough story with just boba itself to make it just his own show. That's why they kind of had to add the Mandalorian in because he was kind of like, like that show took off. Like Grogu, you know, Baby Yoda was everywhere. Like everybody knew of the Mandalorian. So I feel like the fact of throwing him into the Boba show in general brought in kind of like more of an audience, even though it did kind of pop in. Absolutely. It popped in like what? Episode five and six, I think it was, or five. He like popped like in or something. Six yeah, and seven, or no, five and six. I'm sorry. Yeah, Here I am yeah five and six. Yeah, okay. Five and six, and then, yeah. but like, yeah. So he popped well, in. Also then, seven. Like, I mean, he was there yeah. for the yeah. fight. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I just feel like that really kind of uh, brought all of the people who watched the Mandalorian and maybe are questioning Boba, and they're like, "Oh shit, he's in this!" It's like, okay, I got to catch up and you know watch the show because you know everything's starting to intertwine with each other. So I think this is was this is was their like um starting point like i said with the crossovers 
Grogu sells. I'll tell you that. Listen, yeah. I, every time he's on the screen, I just can't get this like big smile off my face. I mean, he, I know it's he because he's numbers. cute and he's a baby still, but like he, I, I, I got to give him credit. No matter what scene so. or part yeah. of the story, they're actually, I think they're handling his story and his like personality and his behavior like perfectly. It, it's great for whether you're 25 years old thinking he's cute or maybe you're 10 or 12 and you know, you're a kid that's getting into Star Wars and you just love, you know, the kid-like character that he is. I I will say, if I see Grogu in the Kenobi show, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I'm going to lose it. You know, you know it could it. happen. I, 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 that's the thing. Yeah. I'm I, I hope it. not. Like In the timeline, it, it could, it makes sense. It could, like, physically I mean, he is, happen. like, 85 years old. <laughs> How old is hey, actually, we're, we still got Grogu's that big age? debate of who I think he's, like, out. in his 50s or 60s. Either yeah. way. If yeah. I see Grogu, I'm going to riot. I mean, but, if you think about it, they still have to, you know, and that's the thing. Like, again, while the content was great, it started like pushing away from Boba because now we're having conspiracy theories of because when they showed the flashback scene of of the store or, or the, the clone troopers, you know, coming into the temple and a couple of Jedi Knights regarding Grogu and the poor guys watching him get mowed down. Now the conspiracy theorists are out there. Well, who got him out of the temple? Because oh, obviously the clones didn't kill him. Or eating, you know, that so up. that's something we're going to see again. I think a little bit unfortunate because I just I don't understand in a way. I don't get why that Mando stuff couldn't just be in season three. I mean, literally all the stuff they showed could have been the first two episodes of season three of the Mandalorian and Boba could have had more screen time, could have had more focus. And really, I just want to those moments that they showed us of, of Luke and Grogu and Ahsoka and Mando coming in. Those were nothing's wrong with that storytelling, in my opinion. But like, I wanted to personally see on screen uh, Grogu pick either the lightsaber and go Jedi or take the chain mail, which she ended up doing and and one and went back to Mando. Like, I, like, we don't even know. Did Luke say, all right, get the hell out of here. I'm done with you. Or did he say, go help him? And like, did they come to some kind of agreement? Because, you know, Luke acknowledges the mistakes of the Jedi order, but yet he's, it appears he's, you know, about to do the, you know, commit to those same teachings and followings and perhaps, well, as we know, screws up again in the future with the Jedi. (laughs) But, but again, like, you know, now we could, we could sit here and spend 30 minutes talking about that. And you're like, well, what about Boba? Because here's Mm -hmm. the thing I want to lead us into next and get your guys' thoughts is okay. You know, right before you get to the the Mando stuff and Luke and Grogu, essentially the the say the stage is set. The huts leave. Boba has a sit down with the leaders of the crime families, which is cool. It's kind of like that Godfather Mafia set thing. Crime families, like you guys mentioned, which I wish there was more of a highlight of. But after he talks to them and they come to their agreement of Boba's going to protect them against the Pikes. And he gets the rank, the rancor, and Danny Trejo is in the that, that was awesome too. A little <laughs> quick scene that was amazing, but that's it then until we basically get to episode seven with the fight. I mean, you know, we had Boba come in there when Mando came in and they planned and and things like that. And we'll get to a, another special character, don't worry. But I don't know about you guys, but I felt like I wish we could have had more time or opportunity to again, you establish these crime families and. You don't see them again until episode seven. There's they they just it's like you hit a roadblock with Boba's story, and then they went in the Mando, the prologue to Mando season three. What did you guys think about that? I definitely think they could have done a better job of uh yeah, I guess like having having more of a consistent buildup uh, up to that finale. The one thing I, I was kind of upset about like the the like man Mando takeover in a way, but then I, I kind of realized, well, it's only fair since um, since Boba was in what well, I think the last two or three episodes of Mando season two. It's only fair that Mando shows up in mm. you know Boba. That's just my take. I, I was a little upset about. I, I'm less upset about it now than I was. I mean, I think that they did a really good job with those scenes, like you were saying, Will. And, and here's my one thing: I, they better have something really good planned for season three of Mando, which I'm sure they do. But to, to have all of that in the book of Boba. You know, those those all those scenes with Mando and Grogu and Luke. I mean, I, I really hope they have something good planned for for season three. I I don't know if you can count. I mean, it was great seeing Boba in in the Mandalorian season, but 
everybody was on the everybody was on the screen at the same time. I mean, you had an entire episode pretty much where Bubba just wasn't there the entire. Yeah, I mean, is, he didn't talk during episode five or six, exactly. as far as I know. And he showed up once. Was it the end of episode? Five? He didn't say. Five he didn't or say a word. End of During six. Or six when like when they when they're yeah. having the meeting with everybody that the the cyberpunk kids but and he whatnot he in there too. Though. Yeah, he's he's just there with his you know the way he kind of holds his arms and his hands together, which is cool. It's his signature stance. But you're, I'm just like, Boba, somebody get this man you a mic. Know, it's a show, right? A you show. know something I thought of immediately, Speak. and now I I'm not like too informed with how like the film industry works, but I do know that for a lot of like TV shows and stuff like that. Um, to like to be like an extra, and an extra non-speaking is um paid significantly less for someone that's an extra and has has like literally just says a word. It's like you're one word away from making like two to three times what you would be getting paid to like be on the show, and that's for anything, usually. As soon as that show ended and I noticed he didn't say anything, I was like, I really hope Disney didn't do him bogus. And was I don't think they did, but I hope they didn't do him bogus and purposely did not have him speak so they didn't have to pay him like crazy amounts of money. I hope not. I don't think, too. I don't think so either. I don't think so either, but that's, they, they just, that's they just had a my weird approach. I, I mean, that's a good thing to, to point out, though. It's like, I mean, from the business standpoint, if you're Disney, you're like, okay, well, we're paying this guy to be the star of the show, and he's not being the star of the show at 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 certain points or Insane different episodes in certain episodes. So, you know what they and and look, they we know Star Wars after that crazy uh, sequel trilogy got a lot of criticism. There was a lot of a lot of conflict, and I I, I guess I got to give John Favreau credit for and everybody that's that had a say in directing and, and writing in this, that, you know, they knew this was probably risky and they took the risk. And again, at the end of the day, it may be, it may not be a 10 out of 10 show for most people, but most people enjoyed it or enjoyed parts of it. So, so okay. So then let me also say this too. I think Boba absolutely is a strong enough character to have an entire season by himself. It was mm-hmm. again, like it was very great that, Mando and Grogu, Luke, Ahsoka, everybody showed up. That was great. I'm not even going to really complain about the whole episode where he wasn't in it and then didn't say a word, whatever, right? You got to think, like, my whole thing with Star Wars right now, the reason why Rogue One was such a great movie to me was because everything was new about it. Everything was new. There was a, a bunch of new characters. It was a brand new story. It was ultimately telling a story that we knew happened but that we didn't actually get to see on film with the whole idea of Mando when it first came out, brand new character, brand new Grogu, brand new character started bringing back elements of, of older movies with Luke and Ahsoka and everything like that. That's great. But you have Boba Fett, who's already an older character. Why can't you, it would have just been so much easier if you just, like I said, like Will says, leave those the prologue out of it. Mando season three prologue leave it out of it, create a whole new story. And then at the end, lead off into, oh shit, wait, was that Mando in the background coming up, talking to Boba or, you know what I mean? Like that would have been really good. If if we could have just focused on the crime bosses, because like, like I said in the beginning, the trailer made it seem like this guy was coming into town to take over and rule, like rule his way, the way we know Boba Fett. He got softened up in the desert, which is fine. And it just, he could have absolutely had a whole show where he was, they could have even shown him picking up Fennec. And then you mm-hmm. just see the flare in the background of, which was fucking amazing, by the way. But then you know what it's happening at the same time as what's going on in Mando. It just, I don't know. Like, I felt like he could have absolutely carried a full seven episodes and with brand new storyline. And then at the end, oh shit. Again, is that Mando on the horizon coming forward? Absolutely, it wasn't Mando. It was I, Cad Bane. <laughs> yeah, which oh, I'm gonna, there, him and one other thing I want to I'm going to ask you guys here in a second, but I want to just touch on something Austin said. Um, I 110 agree with you. Like, I don't even have a problem with Mando coming in. The way I would have done it is at the end of Episode Four when Fennec and Boba are talking about 
you know, who could we call? And, you know, they want to call Mando. Like what if in episode five, it starts with them reaching out to Mando. They have a, a conversation. He it's like, okay, I'm on my way. But episode five could pan out where it's Boba looking for more a- allies. I mean, as we saw the Pike syndicate was rolling a hundred deep coming out of these big uh, transport ships. Like they had an army of troops essentially ready to fight Boba and take back the city and, and, and essentially the planet. And Boba's just like, well, we're going to wait for Mando and hope for the best along with their, our cyberpunk friends and their speeder bikes. Okay. There's 10 of you. And I know we got a, a Wookiee that was indestructible, which was, which was <laughs> awesome. But like what, what he sat at the table in his palace for the, for the couple of days that the Mando and Grogu adventure went on, like we could have saw that play out more. Like what if he did favors and gained respect for other people or other gang leaders or street thugs or something? And what if, and because that was, I think again, it panned out with the way they did it. But in my opinion, it was kind of terribly written where all the, the gang leaders were just like, okay, Boba, we'll, we won't mess with you. You protect us. It was a great plot twist. The way the battle started and the finale was great, but I'm just like, so we're going to just we're going to have these crime families talk to them at the table and then we're not going to see them. Like, I just. Yeah, they could have done more. They there's no me, reason that Mando had to come in and inject life into the show because there's so much that Boba could have done in most Espa. Let me let me ask you this, because I'm I'm curious what everyone's opinion is, because as you guys as we go through and as I'm remembering the episodes. Would you guys have been upset if we didn't show Boba Fett getting his armor back and then he just or like glosses over it because hey that was quite a long that was a little bit we're using his ship to destroy um the the Sarlacc pit and it's not even there and right yeah that was a good that's what I'm saying like 10 minutes of the episode like something like that as as a as much as a fan of him as I am I would have been totally cool with them just kind of glossing over Oh, he picked it up. He just happened to find it. Um, it could have been again if five it. and six went differently. It could have been redeemable, like for it to be that way. I, I again, I'm with you. I don't have a, I don't. I have an issue with the pacing just because the way it went. But if five and six kind of progressed the story in the present time, I would have been okay with every like the amount of time right. they took to show those uh, flashbacks because yeah. I mean just the bombs that come out of his ship with that that unique don't get me wrong i do love that yeah is freaking amazing and also i mean i guess it's fitting he got his revenge you know he got to defeat the pit yeah that's true that's true because well because if you remember they obviously tell the story of him getting his armor back like in mando season two i can't remember which episode um but yeah a little a little weird to like spend so much time on him going to get his armor where we already obviously know how he gets his armor back. So right, that's yeah, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of, they spent a lot of time on it, but yeah, I, I, maybe it was a bit of a, like a nod to like the fans, I guess, um, you know, I guess killing the, the Sarlacc, I guess makes, you know, th- that's probably why they decided to do that. But yeah, they did spend a lot of time on that. I didn't really think about that. So let me ask you guys this, because then we'll start moving into like the finale and, uh, and just our overall th- thoughts on it. But uh, I'm curious, how, what did you guys think about um, the Starfighter, the, ne- the Naboo Starfighter becoming Boba's new ship? And also uh, the first ever time and quite possibly the only time a live action Cad Bane. What did you guys think about that? Um, I, all I have to say for the Cad Bane is that I was super hyped super super hyped because that's actually one of my favorite uh villain characters or whatever uh in in the star wars series because i love the clone wars and everything and that's and that's my first uh, you know uh appearance of him i don't know if he's appeared in anything else but uh i was very happy to see him but then the fact that he went from hey i'm here in episode six and then okay i'm gone in episode seven it's like Oh my God, they had so much potential there. Um, that kind of hurt me uh, a little bit deep down inside. <laughs> but oh. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, so I told you guys this too. I just, I, I think back to that, at least it went viral on my TikTok of this guy essentially like recording his live reaction to the end of that episode where you see him on the horizon walking forward. 
and you could tell he's like very very into it like he's got like, like all of a sudden it's like jaw drops and he's got like tears running down his face he's like oh my god no they did not bring my favorite character into this oh my god no and he's like no way you guys don't understand how big of a deal this is and he's like freaking out about it and the next episode i can't imagine what his live reaction for the next episode <laughs> he's probably crying probably right yeah. imagine that being like your favorite villain not even just villain just favorite character but that's another thing about Cad Bane. And, what if he came in yeah. in episode four or five where they, right. they had that grand entrance mm-hmm. with, between the face off of him and, and Cobb like that would have been uh, f- great at the end of se- episode four or episode five. And then maybe you have two or three episodes of maybe a couple different battles between Boba and, and Cad Bane or maybe a longer dialogue scene so we can know what they've both been doing or you know why they hate each other or what happened because it's like you got hints of boba was like learned some things from him they weren't always seeing eye to eye if you watch clone wars uh the clone wars show the unreleased one in one of the unreleased episodes there's a scene of the two of them shooting each other essentially uh so like they're they have history and i just found it so lame for cad bane or for boba to be like i'm not a kid anymore as he's talking to Cad, but it's like, I get that. But like, so why do you guys hate each other? Like, like obviously Boba, even though he didn't really show it, Boba despises him. Cad Bane doesn't like Boba either. I mean, he was pissed when he's like, you know, Boba's a killer. Like he worked for the empire. Like they obviously are pissed at each other. And we had this weird lackluster dialogue between them, but then I would say a good fight, but I, I just, and I hate the stereotypical, you see this in video games, you see this in movies and shows, it looks like the villain one. He's standing all tough and and talking over the the hero, <laughs> kind of like Snow too, uh, by the way. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Bing Bang Boom, and Cad Bane's on the ground, and and Boba's over him with that angry look that I thought was going to make him turn bad again, like completely bad. And then he freaking stabs him. It was cool, but I'm like, okay, like the stereotypical, the villain thinks he won because he got cocky and then he lost. And I don't really have an issue with the Starfighter, but him having a gunship again would have been cool. Maybe he gets Slave One or whatever Ooh, they're calling it now. Don't in get me the future. started on that. Oh. The, the star, the Naboo, Naboo Starfighter is awesome. That thing, it's like a supercharged like Corvette Stingray. It, mm-hmm. it, the, my, honestly, my favorite thing about it is not how it looks; it's how it sounds. Absolutely, like, it, it sounds yes. incredible. Like not only just like the the idea behind it, but like the the sound design is just great. Um, but yeah, in terms of Cad Bane, I, I, I'm obviously a huge fan of the Clone Wars as well. So, yes, th- my jaw was like on the floor that whole scene. I was I was just amazed in that, that scene. And what was it? Episode six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, it was great. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, because if, if you if you've ever seen that, like deleted scene or whatever, the scene that was never really finished um, with Cad Bane and Boba, it's the reason that Boba has that dent in his helmet mm-hmm. is because of because of Cad Bane. So yeah, I it would have been a cool to have of more of a build up yeah. for that. But in terms of like in terms of that that scene, like I I feel if you if you take away him defeating Cad Bane, it makes the triumph like not really not nearly as good because like yeah, I guess he defeats the Pikes or whatever. But like there's like a personal triumph for Boba in that. So I, I don't know. I, I think it I think it was really good, but. It would have been nice to have more build up, obviously. Well, I, f- I forgot to give my opinion on the on the ship. Oh, go ahead. <sighs> I personally, it looks cool. It sounds cool. I hate it. Why though? I hate it. Why? It's not. It's not reasonable. It's not feasible. It's not realistic. It's it's. Explain. Explain. What do you mean? It's, do you you mean? know, it's it's cool. This guy's a bounty hunter at the end of the day and i'm you know i'm sure if he wants to retire from that that's fine and just grow old with his kid on the countryside (laughs) while he eats frogs and drinks soup and stuff like that that's totally fine but you know it was nice having grogu and mando sitting next to each other in the same room while they were flying he could reach over touch him and then also there was like it's a two-story ship so like he was able to like put his bounties in the, in the, in the basement sleep. He was able to sleep. You can't sleep in that ship. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah. I guess that makes sense. It looks sense. cool. It sounds great. And I just, I was like, this isn't really realistic. You know, I just, if you're going to have the kid around, 
if it was just him, if it was just him roaming around the galaxy, fine. But if you're going to have the kid around, you need some like physical interaction with the kid, like hitting him on the hand when he's going for the ball and <laughs> now he's banging on the class. touching the radio. Make the yeah, ship now he's go just, faster, please. Right. I just, yeah, I don't like it. And I know that's me being picky and stuff like that. I just, again, it was like, it was really cool because it's like a ship from a past movie. Nostalgia. Like that. Nostalgia. I hey, by the way, I think that's the first time I've said it. That is the first time. Yeah, you're, you're doing so, okay so far. I, I've been trying to hold off. So well, we were on Tatooine yet again, too, which yep. I yep. mean, I know we had the, the one hey, planet we, when we went we to the Mandoverse for hey, the can we, can we just go to a different planet? <laughs> Maybe less sand. We <laughs> love Tatooine. <laughs> we just love it. What other cities are on Tatooine that we can go to next? Oh, everything's desert that's the problem you that's know fine. so i what really would be city? probably a new terrain or something would be kind of nice too you know at a different place yep. but okay so next let's talk about episode seven in the finale uh we have the big fight that happens in town and you have mando uh grogu makes a lovely appearance with some cute scenes and also some badass uh force power abilities again um you have the cyberpunk game gang as i always like to call them oh, uh they Lord. actually did uh contribute the the guard, our lovely guards that met their demise and whatnot. You know, overall, it was a great, I think, kind of like plot twist as they're waiting for the attack to happen. Cad Bane comes, you realize, oh, we might not have any help because he allegedly killed the sheriff. You have all the crime families and the citizens basically turning against Boba, and now they're attacking. The Gamorrean guards fell off a cliff, unfortunately. Um, oh, so I forgot about that. That, oh, was yeah. that was great. Like how all of a sudden oh. everybody's getting turned on and getting attacked. Um, and then you just have a bit, you have a huge fight that happens with those droids that come in that are, they just kind of reminded me of big droid because by the way, with the, the shields and just the way they walked. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we did kind of touch on the, the Cad Bane fight scene, but overall, what did you guys think of the battle? What stood out to you? And I mean, ultimately, do you think it kind of lived up to the hype? Like, you know, we we knew a battle was coming throughout these for the first six episodes. Do you think it was a worthy finale? Uh, so I, I kind of have to start off with this. Um, when I'm thinking of this battle, OK, I'm thinking of like an all out war. I'm thinking of things blowing up. I'm thinking of people dying like crazy. And I'm also thinking of an actual army. So when I think of the Pike Syndicate, I'm thinking like like thousands of people. I might be overhyping it or something, but like the Pike Syndicate's like the big bad drug comp like big bad drug mafia, whatever it is. And I'm thinking thousands and thousands of people. Would wouldn't you guys say so? Like are pretty close to it. Like I feel like they would have more of an influence. But I think I only saw like maybe like 60 people, maybe. That's that's probably pushing it. And two giant droids. Don't forget about the droids. But it was just, I had an issue with the fact that there weren't that many. And they were some, like, Mando and Boba and all them, with the 20 people they had total, were somehow able to fend off this, the whole Pike Syndicate. I was just, uh, I I had a bit of a problem with that. But I'm actually curious as to what your guys' opinion is on that. Um, to me, the, the, the numbers that they had was very comparable to like what they had in the clone wars. Cause you have in what season seven, it's like episodes like five through eight. I think it is when you have like Ahsoka with uh trace and Rafa, like when they're like messing with the pikes, like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of comparable to that. And that was on Obadiah, which is like literally their like home world. Um, mm-hmm. So I think so maybe it's like they have more there, which, you know, obviously would make sense if that's like their home world. I, I personally didn't have didn't really have a problem with the numbers of it. But I, no, but I do see what you mean when you're talking about like how they were all able to fend them off like that. That definitely mm-hmm. makes sense. But in terms of like the numbers, like the sheer numbers that the Pike said, I think that I, I think that kind of made sense. But, yeah, it was a little bit you'd think they would have a little bit more firepower, I guess. So I can agree with you on that, at least. Yeah, it was nice when the people of Freetown did show up with that little transport ship or whatever that had the cannon and and the forget the guy's name, but the bartender guy that was kind of the the leader of the group. Uh, that was um, I'm glad he had a moment. Um, I think 
ultimately well, the one scene that kind of made me laugh is when they're getting chased throughout town by the big droids um they eventually go hide behind like that wall or whatever that shelter <laughs> thing if you guys remember and what's what killed me about it was you have these droid these tanks essentially tanks shooting at this wall you have 50 pike guys shooting at it with their blasters and this wall which looks like it's made of concrete i mean you're seeing like chunks of it coming off it was like an indestructible wall though whoever was the architect of that wall shout out to them because that was indestructible they they were able to just sit and chill behind that wall without any issues at all and i was just like wow okay uh and not not that that ruined anything for me i just found that interesting but uh one complaint that people had that i do kind of agree with is the, the the fight dragged on like it was kind of like okay how many times are we going to shoot at the shields of these things and they're not <laughs> you know shooting. they're not getting they're not damaging like i felt like we could have maybe got a little bit quicker to the rancor coming in which was awesome by the way i'm glad you know boba got to bring in his bring in his little his little toy his little pet and got to play with them a little bit. Um, obviously, Grogu saving Mando's ass again and using the Force and his abilities was cool. Um, also, speaking of Mando and Boba, how about their little 2v100 fight scene outside oh, cool. the, the, the bar or whatever? Like, at the beginning of the battle, when they when everybody kind of went off and they were... Or before, before the people of Freetown came, they're just... I didn't know they had missiles in their kneecaps, their wrists. Oh, I, I mean, so it was cool. really yeah. cool. That I liked a lot. That was my favorite part about the finale. I think I think they did a great job with all like the choreography and just like to see like two Mandalorians like going at it like that. That was just that was incredible. That was awesome. Would have been kind of cool to see a little bit more Cad Bane too. Like he like disappeared after they were talking shit at the beginning, and then he doesn't come until later on. You know, also kind of shitty how the Rancor was like as soon as he saw fire, fuck this, I'm out. (laughs) <laughs> okay, you just fought tanks and you were feeling pretty confident and then a little bit of fire. I, but again, I get it that moving the story ahead, we're getting away from the Rancor and the, and the droids. They're dead. Now we're at the epic battle. Maybe if there was a little bit more Cad Bane, what if Cad Bane was kicking some ass? Like he's killing the people of Freetown. Like give him a little bit more time in the spotlight too. That would maybe make the Cad Bane fans um, feel a little bit happier, you know, that he was in it, had more time. Uh, that that's one of my possible solutions for Cad Bane, Cad Bane and his spotlight. As um as far as the the droids go, I do have to say my first reaction was, I don't think Boba would know this because I don't think he was anywhere near these like episodes in the in the Clone Wars. But my first reaction was those episodes of the Clone Wars where Ahsoka is teaching the younglings. I I believe it, she was teaching him, or maybe she was getting taught to throw the grenade underneath the shield or no, it was the townspeople for wait. Right? Um, so um, the townspeople to toss about a grenade. On Onderon or with like a Gerrera when they were like training them. Yes. The right. Against mm-hmm. the droidicas. Right. Yeah. So they would teach again, town, the townspeople of that town, how to, am I getting that wrong though? Is that am I getting it? No, I'm out? I'm pretty sure I remember like I want to because like Captain Rex was there I for a few episodes. Mm-hmm. Um where the, yeah, they were like showing Saw Guerrera and like his like people basically how to fight like against yes. the separatists. And they and she was like, There's a certain way how you want to throw it, and you want to throw it with just enough force to get it underneath the the shield, that way it doesn't pick up on it. And I was like, again, not that Boba would know, or not that anybody would know this. But I was like hoping for like a little bit of reference. And I was like, when I watch these episodes too, we'll probably, I try to have Will nuts probably because here I am, I'm talking the entire episode. I'm like, just fucking throw the, throw the grenade underneath the shield, throw it under the shield. And they can't hear me, but. Um, <laughs> well, I, I actually had, uh, that actually brings up a good point because when I saw these droids, I, I think of like, okay, you see this giant, metal monster with a giant shield on them and all these people are just constantly shooting at them yes grenades would potentially work i don't i don't know if on that big one but my first thought was if you're looking in the background you could see a giant tower in the background i was hoping they were gonna knock the tower on it and be like oh rocket on the base of the tower falls on a droid crushes one boom down 
And then we're the just next gonna continue one, shooting it though. Yeah, no, keep maybe, shooting it. It's gonna work. Maybe this next shot. Maybe yeah. that's the one that gets yeah. past it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they were trying to like overload the deflector shield or what, but clearly it was not working. Yeah, I think they were hoping for it to go, and it did kind of at times like go from like blue to red. Like it, they were kind of making progress, but it was just too strong. And of course, you know, Mando still can't swing the dark saber for his life right now successfully. And um, yeah, I again, it, it's like he just. Maybe a little bit more like a, the the feature of more Cad Bane or something, or it's like I don't know what happened to the crime families. Like all of a sudden, the citizens and the undercover, you know, soldiers for the crime families, they after like the initial ambush at the start of the attack, they just kind of disappeared. Then it was all the Pikes, and then I will say to to give some credit, um, Fennec had a fantastic moment near the end. You know, we didn't see her in this big battle, You're, or. She was at the beginning and then you're just, you know, we kind of forgot about her. So much is happening. And, you know, we get that scene in that in the little hut, the leader of the Pikes is there with the members of the family, the crime families, the mayor. And uh, all of a sudden, everybody's getting shot from the ceiling. The mayor is getting hung by some kind of wire. And you're just like, what is happening? And Fennec just kills everybody in her assassin like way. And she uh, she deserved that moment. Part of me kind of feels like it would have been nice to see Boba go and get his re- actual revenge on what happened to the Tuscans since the biker gang really wasn't the ones the Pikes lied and kind of set them up. Um, but at the end of the day, Fennec had a great moment. She was a great character in this whole uh, story as well, just being badass and everything. Um, so what did you guys think of that ending with, you know, Fennec, kill, you know, kind of getting the final say in the kills and then just the way it ends with you, you have them walking a long town this will lead to a bigger question but you know they're walking down the street of the town and they're rebuilding and everything and everybody's kind of bowing to them as a, sh- a sign of respect boba's bowing back to them uh fennec not fennec has always maintained this like portrayal of being a badass and ruthless and boba's been more humble and respectful and nice to everybody so what what did you guys think of when the dust settled from the fighting what did you think how it ended Um, I think, I think they, it was, it was interesting because, because I know you were talking about Fennec having that moment where she takes out the mayor and the Pikes and then the other crime families. Um, I do, I like that we got to see her in action there, but I do think you're kind of right about, it'd be nice to see like Boba be able to face that, you know, the head of the Pikes again and, you know, like basically get his revenge like officially this time. Um, But I, yeah, I think it was, I love Fennec's character. I think they did a great job with her character. Um, one thing I'll say about like how she's a little less, um, she's like a little bit more ruthless. I think they really try to touch on the fact that like Boba's character has developed so much because of the traumatic experience that he went through with the, the Sarlacc pit and then his growth as a character. Whereas like Fennec hasn't really gone through that. She, she's still, I mean, Boba basically convinced her that, Hey, like, we should just like do our own thing, like be our own bosses basically. So this whole thing is kind of new to her. Whereas like Boba's head is mind made up about this for quite a while. So I think it makes sense for them to have like kind of different outlooks kind of at the end. Um, but yeah, and I, I don't know. I really hope that they do another season. Like I'd love to see, I, w- I want to see more, more of Boba. And I like Austin, like you said earlier, I mean, there's no reason he can't have seven or eight episodes all to himself. I mean, they right. can, there's so much they can do with his character. So and people much. love him. And I love Tamir Morrison and most Star Wars fans do. I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't. So it, and at the end, I'm going to be so mad if next season all this wasn't for nothing. Because that's what they said. They were like, well, I don't think we're going to be cut out for it. You're, what do you mean? What do you mean you're not going to be? What do you mean? Well, he, the plan was never really to like be like the mayor because that's basically like the role that he seems to be taking on. But that was never really mean? the plan in the beginning. He went and killed the guy. Why else would he go kill the guy? Well, he at, killed he killed Bib Fortuna, but that's not he's not the mayor. Jabba was never the mayor of Mos Espa. It was just he's like the daimyo, which is like more of a nope, but crime yeah, boss kind of thing. The mayor, right? Yeah, well, okay. I think well, at yeah, the end, it, the he just, they got pissed. Yeah. They were like, everybody right. lied to us, killed yeah. the Tuscans, everybody betrayed us, so everybody got punished. Yeah, you can't I'll let them this. get away with that. I'll say hey, if he too. leaves, though, um, the cyberpunk game uh, gang could uh, take over. You that's, know? that's exactly what I was going to so. say. 
because as soon as they said that, they were like, oh, I don't think we're cut out for this, and went, and there was the gang. The gang's all here, and I think the guy I, with well, his special I, spin I, move I, could uh, just could be the sheriff of I, the town. I hated, <laughs> I hated I, um, again, this is me being picky. I hated that entire group. Oh, same. Well, I know when I first saw them on the bikes, I instantly, to me, I thought Power Rangers. I was like, holy crap, the Power Rangers are in Star Wars. What a crossover. What a this crossover. is amazing. <laughs> like, I mean, you got the Blue Ranger doing a spin move in the last fight. I, like, that, was, that was awesome. But <laughs> no. I couldn't. I know that's a meme right now, the whole spin move guy. <laughs> I couldn't help myself but to laugh. Oh, and yeah. it was just so. It, I didn't hate it, funny. but it was cheesy. Yeah, I agree. It was cheesy. And I know there's some people on Twitter that are, I've seen people tweet, uh, you know, like the, the, the clip again of him spinning, and they're like, Star Wars fans don't like fun. Well, they, I don't know if the story did the best idea. I don't think here. the story did the greatest way of portraying these these like teenage kids as badasses. I mean, they weren't bad. They, you know, they ended up playing a a big role and they were different, unique characters that, you know, a different type of ragtag group, I guess. But I mean, were they a little underwhelming? I would say so. And and yeah, that's that spin was just a little bit cheesy. I mean, I know they want to give you those cool action gunslinging moments, but yeah, a little cheesy. I'm picturing this. I'm picturing I, number one, I hope and I'm praying that something like that was like improv. That wasn't part of the whole script. Because here's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing, you know, John Favreau behind the scenes saying, okay, here comes your part, kid. You're going to, you know, be in the middle of a fight. And what I need you to do, I need you to sell the spin. I need you to spin around as fast as you can and start shooting. I, just, I hope that that's not the case. I hope that's not what happened. I hope it was improv. Or like, I I honestly how I see it is I think John Favreau lost a bet and was like, <laughs> okay, I gotta I gotta put one spin move in Book of Boba, yeah. and that's where he put it in. That's what that's where my money's on. I'm pretty also, sure he lost a bet. Or maybe it wasn't that bad, but maybe the like when they edited the scene, they just kind of slowed it down for more of like an effect of whoa, look at this cool spin. I oh, mean, he could have cool. he could have just done a quick spin and like you know like in real time, it was just a really quick thing and you know, in a blink of an eye, but you kind of got like a whole like two or three seconds of that whole, you know, he kind of lets, you know, like, let's go black, you know, Krishantan because they're helping him. Cause again, that poor guy got shot about a hundred times in that battle. I feel bad for the dude, you know, cause they're <laughs> carrying him off. But then, yeah, he's like, here, move your arm, spin around. So the only thing I'll say about this is in, in star Wars, there's always been exaggerated choreography. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, it's a bit nitpicky, I think. To it definitely I mean, it, it was it was a little silly, but like there's always been exaggerated choreography. It's well, just, look at Obi Wan and Anakin and, and, on, on, in their fight. Yeah. They're they're going do 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 do, and they're not even hitting each other. Just like the lightsabers are like kind of like flinging around like fans, just not hitting anything. But also, the rest of that fight was to me that's the greatest lightsaber battle in Star Wars history. So like it, I think you could get away with the quick haha funny moment because the rest of that was emotional and epic so what did you guys i here's this was another big thing on the internet podcasts and tweets and stuff that i've read and listened to and actually skyler you kind of started talking about it when like comparing where boba's character development was along with you know fennec you know where maybe she's not as advanced as as boba because she's still kind of in her outlaw assassin mode where where boba's kind of chilling out did you guys like that? A lot of people expected and wanted Boba to be evil, still be a villain, be that. Okay. You know, he worked with Darth Vader. He worked with the empire. He, you know, he killed people. He captured people. He, he was a ruthless bounty hunter. One of the most notorious, dangerous, deadly bounty hunters. And in this show, he's bowing the people. He's the only time he ever got ruthless is when he went and destroyed in his ship, the biker gang. Other than that, again, I was kind of waiting for him to go ruthless and brutal on the mayor and everybody else in the hut. At the end, they gave it to Fennec. Makes sense. I have nothing against it, but I was waiting for that one moment that Boba just went ruthless and kind of went back to his old ways. And that might have been when he killed, you know, Cad Bane because he had that look of like 
intensity and ferociousness when he went to stab him with his melee weapon, but still didn't convince a lot of people. I'm curious your guys' thoughts. Um, yeah, I, well, when I think of Boba Fett, I think of a menace. I think of someone very dangerous, uh, very strong and intense. Um, and like I said earlier, when you he- hear the name Boba Fett, people get scared. Um, I, I kind of thought, like what seeing him, seeing the old trailer of how he was sitting in the chair, he's in Boba's palace, all that. I, I was like, okay, he might be there for a little bit. But honestly, how I thought this was going to go, I thought he was going to still stay the bounty hunter he's always been and maybe go and do a couple more bounties and then run into Mando like at the end, at the end of one of his bounties, or maybe they're going after the same person and compete with each other or some something crazy. But I kind of wanted the, the dangerous create like you know crazy violent uh boba like that's the boba i know um this is the light like i don't know why they had to make him more uh family friendly i guess i i I don't know i feel like that character was fine the way he was i would have just kept him but i guess that's not it's not how they wanted it but i i see where you're coming from but i i I think the whole idea, and this is not like they don't come out and explicitly state this and like Boba doesn't as a character, but I, I think one of his biggest points of character development is he wants to be more than just what his dad was. Like he, like obvi- obviously he's a clone. It's like he is Django basically, but he wants to be more than that. Like he's realizing, okay, there's, I don't want to just work as a bounty hunter my whole life and just do what, people tell me to do and just pay me money to do like he wants to do his own thing and i i think it's implied that he wants to be more than what Django was and like be i wouldn't necessarily say a better person but just like his own person and not just following his dad's footsteps so like i really i really like that about it but i i do see how yeah like obviously you know i guess you could say he was soft but i i also like in the show that how they they literally talk about that like uh, I think Fennec says something to the effect of like his time with the sand people made him, um, made him soft. And he said, he says, no, it made, it made me strong, which like, I, I just, I really like that. I, I love the way that they developed his character and wrote his character, but um, it, it would have been cool to see like some more like badass, like menacing Boba Fett scenes. I think um, if they did a little bit of both, it would have been great. Cause ultimately I agree with you, Skylar. I think the character development, you know, if you're not going to have this menacing Boba Fett, that's fine. You know, obviously what he went through since he was in the Sarlacc pit, like that would change anybody. You know what I mean? So, I mean, with that being said, I did like um, when the negotiations were happening between him and Cad Bane, how he almost lost his temper and Fennec had to calm him down. And Fennec was like, hold on. No, don't lose your... Was it between Cad Bane or, or was it the it was the boss. It was the boss guy from the Pike Syndicate. No, I think no, no I was, think you're right. I think it was Boba and Cad. Oh, Bane. because like, the mayor's like secretary or aide came out. Yeah, they, finessed, they and lied eventually, to him. Boba <laughs> came out and Fennec and Cad Bane said something about like his dad or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And um Fennec had to calm him down. I almost kind of wish he she didn't, you know what I mean? <laughs> it would have been at that moment, it would have been maybe would have made sense him losing his shit and like going full on rage and stuff like that. But it was also cool to kind of see Fennec like, Hey, Whoa, hold on. You don't want to do that yet. Um, Cause imagine if she wasn't there, you would have your Cad Bane and Boba fight, which also would have been cool. So I, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad, but I think ultimately it would have been nicer to really see him go full on evil when, you know, like, you know, that's every, that's what everybody says about Luke in like the newer movies is like, that's Will's biggest thing is, you know, you here you have Luke being, you know, this badass character and you don't, you know, people call him soft because of what happened and stuff like that. So it's the same kind of thing where they just change and, you know, as a fan, you don't want that to happen because you're used to Boba taking ass and taking names but meanwhile, he's been in the desert and he's all scabby and stuff like that. He's so, the back to tank. Yeah. So, yeah, I think a little bit of both would have been nice. 
also like if you remember too and i actually just thought about this is if you look at his like mannerisms and like the way he is portrayed when he shows up in mando's show like again he's not like evil he's not ruthless but like he didn't take any shit he was still like you know he's not smiling laughing goofing around he's kind of serious i mean he's, he's like you know what are you doing with my armor what are you doing with this what are you doing with that you know he wants his stuff back and he had no problem kicking the ass of all the stormtroopers and 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 people that they fought you know in those couple of episodes he was in so even if he did kind of develop more of like morals and ethical guidelines to how he wants to live, how he wants to rule, how he wants to treat people, even those that are against him or don't like him, he kind of matured. That's the wisdom of characters in their character development as they get older. I mean, it happens to people in real life. It's, it's relatable. So they mostly sold me on his development. But again, if you just if we could have got some more scenes or if we could have actually had him in his show for episodes five and six, I don't think I think there's a chance, a good chance. We're not having this part of the conversation in this review right now, but because yeah. we got sample sizes of him at some point after the flashbacks, I mean, the flashbacks are one thing, but where he is now today, how he's living his life and how he's going about trying to become, you know, the head ga- gangster essentially in the town. Not very convincing. And, you know, I know there's a lot of comic people that are like, well, you know, he was a badass in the comic. I don't really follow the comics. I I think there is a difference. There's like a comic universe. And then there's a universe with where we get our animated shows and our and our live action. Um, But I understand the people that like to read the comics. They were hoping for that kind of boba. I get it. I I think he could have been badass, even if he wasn't like a ruthless villain, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I agree. So again, um, for me, seven out of 10, I enjoyed it. Uh, could have been a little bit better in a few areas. Again, I just feel bad for Boba not having more of a spotlight uh, in his show, but it was fun. Damn it. I smile and want to cry every time I see Grogu. I don't care whose show it is. Um, you know, I think they did those scenes right, even though maybe should have just been in season three of Mando. I get it. But at the end of the day, I, I like the show. There's things to critique, but I like the show. I'm happy it happened. It, it kind of gave me, a, you know, it helped me get a fix of my Star Wars craving for a while until we get to Kenobi. So, you know, I know it kind of seems like we may be or I may be really harshly or heavily critiquing this show. I think things could have been better. But at the end of the day, it was an entertaining story for me. So uh, final thoughts from you guys. Yeah, yeah. one thing. Oh, sorry. You go ahead. Zeb. Oh, oh, OK. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm going to I think I'm going to stick with my rating yeah i think it would be like a six and a half like i thought it was a pretty good show overall um actually i gave it some points for the fact that i didn't know where the story was gonna go um i told like i said earlier i thought it was gonna go more the bounty route but uh yeah so when it kind of surprised me a little bit um i i did really enjoy that they did have some cheesy moments there were some moments where it was a little slow uh or even some moments were just a little too long, but uh, overall, yeah, I thought it was a pretty, pretty good show. So I'm going to, uh, I, I said eight or eight and a half earlier because of the negativity from Austin. I'm going to give it an eight and a half because <laughs> I think it deserves it. And just despite <laughs> Austin. <laughs> um, yeah. Overall, I, I, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was a really fun show. I don't think there's really any debating the fact that it was like just a fun, enjoyable show. I mean, yeah, obviously, definitely things they could have improved on, but I, I really enjoyed it. Um, one one scene we didn't really touch on that I, I wanted to touch on real quick is I loved the reunion between Mando and Grogu. Like, I know it was it was quick, and, like, obviously, they're in the middle of, like, an action scene, but it just was very heartfelt, and I just love the way Grogu jumps up to him. Like, and it was what kind happened? of like a nod to, like, so his cute. training with, uh, with Luke. Um just because, like, when they, they show him jumping and it's like a tiny jump, but to see him jump to the Mando was really, I mean, it was really heartwarming. So I, I love that. I I agree. I um, you know, in spite I didn't give my rating in the beginning of the show, but I'll tell you this: it was going to be an eight. Uh, in spite, I would I'm going to give it a seven and a half now because of Skyler. <laughs> I guess it's only fair. <laughs> now we got a rivalry going half on point here. Differential there. Um, 
but yeah no ultimately like everyone said it's star wars content you know if you give me star wars content i'm not gonna not gonna turn it down so um it was a really good show ultimately as much as i nitpicked everything about it i actually enjoyed it um there's things i could live more with you know certain characters certain storylines and there's things i can live out with certain characters certain storylines cough cough the biker gang um but no ultimately i I, yeah i liked it i mean i'm excited to see where it goes you know if they do a season two i'm i'm gonna watch that i'm gonna watch kenobi in a couple months here i'm gonna just keep feeding myself star wars content so yeah you can't go wrong with star wars content none of us ever would say no to star Wars. absolutely not especially more uh star wars visions not not to zav hopefully more oh that'd be so good please (laughs) Give me more. I would watch it. I would watch it. Yeah, I think it's oh. safe to say the future of Star Wars content is in good hands. I mean, again, and maybe that's just how it's going to be. You know, we're going to have maybe some killer shows that take Star Wars to new heights like Bando, and maybe you have shows like Boba where you get a little nostalgia fill in or like you get some, you know, introducing new characters to live action. Or again, if it's a seven episode season and that's it for a storyline, it, it's just for fun. You know, you, you get... To, to enjoy another story, get invested in it, even if it's just a short-term project. So um, I'm liking this direction Star Wars is going in. I hope to keep seeing it happen this way. And interesting to see how we, you know, we were just riding up and down these these scores. We all just gave like a banta. Okay, I'm done. We're gonna, <laughs> well, we'll see if it may, we'll see if this makes it into the final cut. If you're listening oh, to this and Lord. you just heard that, I'm sorry for ruining the entire podcast for you. But besides Grogu, I love that. that the most. So, anyways, thank you all for listening to another edition of Ramble Radio. In fact, if you missed out on our Star Wars Month content back in December, uh, go back on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you could find a podcast. Essentially, we're on like seven or eight platforms. Be sure to Google and pick the podcast platform of your choice check out any of our old episodes especially uh the three episodes we did prior to this for star wars if you want to hear our thoughts it's including skyler coming on multiple times too for some trivia for uh the mandalorian show uh the animated shows the actual movies the prequels sequels all that good stuff so uh check out that stuff follow us on tiktok and twitter just look for the great purple logo ramble radio as well so once again thank you xavier thank you skyler thank you austin and thank you for listening and remember may the force be with you thanks for listening to ramble radio be sure to follow us on twitter and tiktok just search ramble radio and look for our great purple logo to find more great episodes be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on anchor.fm spotify google podcasts apple podcasts breaker pocket casts overcast and radio public thanks again for listening and be well Thank you.